0: This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast, where we'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. Okay, all right, so this week we're talking about Valiant Thor, uh, the the alien from Venus that showed up at the Pentagon, right? Suppose we're rolling into? Okay, so um, just to take one step back here, uh, this is Witness more, the podcast uh, with Matthew Jonathan. I'm Matthew and I'm Jonathan. There you go. So um, so I take your things have been good the past week or so?
1: Mm-hmm. All considering? Well, I did wear the same shorts and sh- t-shirt from Wednesday through Saturday, and I slept in that t-shirt okay. too. So, Oh, so you had a ton of extra time on your hands so you didn't have to change clothes and stuff, right? I don't know if there's a ton, but I, do- I, didn't do- <laughs> I didn't do very much laundry this day. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. So you're saving on water that's helpful. So yeah, but I'm um, eating more at home. So I, I'm running the dishwasher like every other day.
0: Yeah. Use paper plates. No, that's not okay. It pays on dishwasher stuff. Um, I'm thinking of buying a pogo stick. Why? You know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember the last time I was on one and
1: I don't know. It just seems like, why not, right? I, I can think a of a few stick. reasons why not. You're not an because, eight-year-old girl. No, you're thinking You're thinking of a hula hoop. No, I'm thinking of a pogo stick.
0: I think a pogo stick is a guy thing, too. I don't think it's just a girl thing.
1: Is a pogo but, stick just a girl thing? The thing I've with the spring, it, so. you have the two steps. I, I know what no, a pogo stick is. I've always associated with little girls. Uh, I don't know, I know why. Jump rope and I hula hoops. Jump rope and hula hoops. Uh, jump rope still is a, a good exercise. I would vote jump rope to be more unisex than a pogo stick. Jump rope? Hmm, that's interesting. I never thought about that way. I always
0: figured hula hoop was a girl. Pogo stick was unisex. Jump rope I associated with girls is a recreational activity. But like boxers do it. So it is a good exercise. But if you're talking recreational activity, I would give it the um, I would give it the feminine pronoun if if English used like la and la or l and, and la like Spanish and, and French. Um, so I don't know. Um, I'm doing, like I said, I'm just thinking about it. I haven't priced them out or anything. I don't even know how much one is. I'm assuming you can get them pretty cheap.
1: I so. would, without having to learn a different language. Uh, see what colors they come in. If you have more pinks, purples, and yellows than uh, blue, uh-huh. greens, and blacks, it's probably more girl.
0: Okay, huh. I would probably paint flames on the side of my pogo stick.
1: So, what do you I use? Know, that just... <sighs> I freehand it. Oh, so it would look crappy. Yeah.
0: Probably, but I mean, it's a pogo stick, so I'm not going for. I'm not going for, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not entering into any sort of any sort of painting contests like they do with cars and stuff. So mm-hmm. okay. Anyways, to get back on to get back on the task at hand, um, you know, the story of to, to kind of give like a like a thirty thousand foot level. I think I say that a lot. I'm gonna come up with a different analogy. Yeah. Uh, of the of the whole story here is. You know, Valiant Thor is a Venusian. I remember we had this, we had this discussion last time. Um, it was a Venusian. It turns out that Venusian is the proper term, not Venetian. Um, I was, was close. Thinking. You were close. You were close. And a Venusian who came to earth on, oh, I've drawn hold a blink on the name of the ship. Victor One. The name of the ship was Victor One. Uh, wound up at the Pentagon worked at the Pentagon. Um, basically his job was a he was like a diplomat for a interstellar federation that's been keeping its eye on Earth. And he came to Earth in the late 50s to warn us of our nuclear newfound in nuclear technology. And apparently Victor won so so here's here's the problem with the story, right? So there's a lot of holes in the story. Um, I'm sure you've discovered them and I'm sure you're, you're, you're ready to point them out is there's two different accounts of what happened with Valiant Thor or Val Thor for short. Um, you know, one account says he left in like 61 or 62. And the other account says he's still here in the spaceship as it means like surrounded by a force field. And then we can find it is look for a big ring of dead bugs. Okay. That was Dr. Strangest's account. The other account by Phil Schneider says he came here for a couple of years, warned us of the nuclear technology we're embarking on, and then went to either back to Venus or to another planet um, as, the, as this interstellar federation. Their job is to just keep an eye on planets and monitor development and not interfere too much. So,
1: so their job is the basis for Star Trek. See that's okay. That you know what I was going to bring that up. Here's what I here's
0: as the story goes. Okay, and this is what I found to be the most fascinating part of it is that in these Pentagon briefings and in these hearings and these closed door meetings, apparently Gene Roddenberry was part of those meetings. Right? That's where he got the entire idea for Star Trek.
1: Was from meeting with Valiant Thor. Why would he be invited to these meetings? Because he knew um,
0: Dol Snyder's dad. And he also knew the guy that was also involved was was Bird, who was on Project Blue Book. Apparently he knew those two guys, so he got invited in on these things. And that's because his... Because you're right. Valiant Thor's job was basically Captain Kirk's job in Star Trek. You know? So the question is... And and, okay. I can come back to that. So the question is, was Valiant for real and gave the idea to Gene Roddenberry for Star Trek, or did Gene Roddenberry come up with all these ideas on his own and that's his intellectual property? And Doctor Strangest or Phil Snyder decided to pull from there and then back it up and say, Hey, this is where Gene Roddenberry got this stuff. He didn't come up with it on his own. The problem is is Gene Roddenberry passed away in twenty sixteen, so we're not gonna know the answer. But I found it interesting as I kind of started digging into it that and you can't find in a lot of places that Roddenberry was invited to these things. That's why I say as the story goes, he was invited to some of these sessions, and that's where he got the idea for Star Trek. But so that's what that was that was the Federation's job of Star Trek, to monitor life on other planets and not interfere. And right. just make sure that their development is is is, uh, is going as is. Okay. So what do you So think? that's What do I think? I land in the middle of all of it. I think that Valiant Thor, in the story of Valiant Thor, I think is made up. If you look at Dr. Strange's account, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I do believe, however, that we have made contact or contact has been made with us. Um, We made contact or contact has been made with us. And there is an interstellar federation that does monitor other planets. Okay. Now there's an, there's an ancient aliens episode and, and I, and I watch some ancient aliens. I don't watch all the episodes. I kind of catch, I kind of pick and choose with ones I like. Um, you know, I think some of it is complete nonsense and I think some of it is, Bot fucking on right? Um, but there is an ancient Aliens episode that kind of gets into this. And they say, hey, listen, you know, yeah, Valiant Thor is real. And yeah, we've been monitored. And there's people that make contact with pharaohs. The Anunnaki, they say, has people that make contact with pharaohs. And people, other, other alien races have always been monitoring us. And it's also documented that UFO sightings, a lot of them did start occurring more as we develop nuclear capabilities and there are a lot of ufo sightings close to nuclear missile silos and nuclear power plants as well so i feel like there's some credence to it the story of valiant Flair, i think is, is 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 bunk um i like phil snyder's account of it if it's real i lean towards him i think dr strange just made everything up and i think that's just the ramblings of an old man Who's a little psychotic, right? So, and I can, I can get into
1: it, but I kind of want to hear what you have to say up to now. Well, for sightings to be more frequent, it's because of our ability to show the sightings. So, in the fifties and sixties, a sighting could be in a newspaper, and the whole town could learn about it. And it could spread that way. Now with the internet, anybody who sees, you know, an airplane or a drone in the sky, they say, oh, I see a, a UFO. You can probably see 50 new videos every day from people seeing stuff that's, you know, mostly fake. Have you noticed, do you know about South America's nuclear capabilities? Um, I don't. But there's a lot of no. sightings. Like, I almost all the time see uh, sightings from Brazil. There was just a big one a few days ago, and it was really big news in Brazil. I think it was on the 15th, May 15th. Okay. And I, I saw it on the news yesterday, and like Brazil is all talking about it. But that's a common occurrence in South America. It is. Peru, it is. Brazil... Are there pyramids in Brazil? I know there are in Peru there are in Peru well that's well Peru is where
0: where were the more um, the Mayans were they in Peru are they in I think they were in Chile
1: Peru. okay well um, with state lines they could have be in both you know right I think
0: Brazil might have pyramids i I don't remember i don't I don't think. I don't think that South America has nuclear capacity. I don't think it's weaponized. I wouldn't be surprised if they generated energy that way. But I'd have to take a look and see if they have nuclear power plant. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Brazil had a nuclear power plant. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Venezuela, I, I doubt it. I think they're kind of, I mean, like Colombia. Ecuador, like those countries? I I don't think so. I would think that if anybody in South America had nuclear, created energy via nuclear power, I would guess Brazil and maybe Chile would be the most
1: likely candidates. But I'd have to to look it up. Um, I looked it up right now, and they don't. None of them do no countries in South America do okay, so, but, but at least for weapons, okay, <clears throat>
0: no, I think I think weapon weaponized, it's us, it's Russia, it's Iran is damn close. I think we're stopping them, and then if you believe. Kim Jong-un, whoever's in charge over North Korea, they have it, but I don't know that they
1: do. So there's China a lot of uh UK they have, they have nuclear missiles? Yes. Nuclear missiles. Yes. Relax. Ready to launch. Okay. Can you relax? So the list of countries that oh, has sure so. nuclear weapons is the United States, Russia, United Kingdom, France, China, um, India, Pakistan, and North Korea is all... Declaring possession, um, right. Israel claims to possess really? nuclear weapons, and former countries are South Africa and the for, uh, former Soviet.
0: Okay. Why would Frank have a nuclear
1: missile? I never get into conflicts. So anyways, I, I brought that all up because – South America has a lot of UFO sightings and right. there's no nuclear there. So that's uh that's why I brought that up. So I also They're getting close. <laughs> well And the UFOs are saying, close. hang on a second. If they were getting close, they would be on this list. Okay. That's true. Well that's also assuming that we trust Wikipedia to be spot on accurate, which Kind of is, like, <laughs> lately. It it wasn't, right. but at least when I was doing my master's, they recognized Wikipedia as a credible source of information. When I started my master's wow. 10 years ago, I wasn't allowed to use Wikipedia. Huh. Interesting. Well, Wikipedia, I think, is probably the best place to information
0: because everybody can update it, so you know you're getting the most accurate. Well, Michael Scott said that from the office. I thought it was one of the funniest things he said.
1: Yeah. Um, but also you have to have some kind of evidence of what you're posting. That's why if you scroll down to the bottom of any page, there's like 150 little numbers of where that information is coming from. And then you can deem right. for yourself whether or not it's credible.
0: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and I go there for, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I don't felt I don't, an attorney. I probably wouldn't use Wikipedia in a court case. Um, But I think for the purpose of what we're doing, looking up just basic facts, I think Wikipedia serves its purpose. Yeah, I think so. Kind of tells a backstory and things. That's fine. Um, I use it for stuff. Um, Yeah, I mean, if, if, I don't know, there's like little questions on just pop culture or whatever, I think it's, I think it's okay. You know, I don't know that I would hang my hat on it, Um, you know, on a criminal defense or anything along those lines, but, you know, for what it's worth. Um, but no, you're right. South America does have a lot of UFO sightings. And yeah, I do know. And, and I mean, I didn't necessarily look at it from a political standpoint. You know, I looked at it from, from a United States standpoint. And um, you mean, because Roswell was up 47. When did Roswell take place? That sounds right. Forty-seven, forty-nine. When did we detonate the first nuclear weapon? 52? Do
1: you mean for testing or for use? Yes. Testing.
0: 55, 52. 45. 45. Okay. I didn't realize those. that's okay. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that long ago. <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so it's, you know, it it it. What's the point I was trying to make? It's yeah. You know, there there has been more sightings, and, and then granted, we probably didn't have a lot of way of tracking them when we, you know when we were in the in the 30s and 40s. Um, but um, you know, but they have happened around more. Well, I mean, Roswell's close to White fans. You know, I man, we're doing some testing over there. Um, you know, there's, um, yeah, I do know that, I do know that incidents have occurred around nuclear test areas, uh, you know, Vegas and Area 51, maybe we re- tested over there. So, you know, I mean, I guess if you look at Valiant Thorne's silo, you, know, you look at, you look at Ed Strange's account, you know, he said he was invited aboard the spaceship. Okay. Did you, did you, you, you dug into his story, right? You listen to his, or do you watch his his uh, his his talk that he had about going under on Victor One? No. Okay. Um. So. Um. So he gave a speech, and it was it was taped. It was an old VHS tape. I think the I think it was in the mid eighties that he gave the speech, and he was talking about Valiant Thor. And talking about how he, you know, he, he, because he came in with three people, it was him and two other folks. um, Like, I don't know what their jobs on the spacecraft, I forget, but one of them was a lady and the other was another guy. Um, And, you know, as he was invited into these secret meetings, he said the way that he got into the Pentagon was just to open up his jacket and they, they waved him through, which I don't think the Pentagon has ever had that kind of lack security ever. He was invited aboard the spacecraft, and the story that he tells when he goes aboard this spacecraft was a story about how he wasn't sure how to use the bathroom. Okay, yeah, I got some giggles, it got some laughs. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird story. But if you're going about a spacecraft and you're telling folks that paid money to hear your speech about it, are you going to tell that story? Or are you going to talk about the controls and? the communications or, you know, hey, on this screen you could see all these star maps or galaxies or whatever. You know what I mean? It just kinda seemed it kinda seemed a little remedial and a little immature. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't necessarily think Doctor Strange just had it all right. That's why I think it was more of the ramblings of a madman, um which kind of blows the whole story out of the water in that respect. Uh and 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 Phil Snyder and him had different pictures of the guy be Valiant Thor. You know, one guy shows, it was Phil Snyder, who showed the picture of a guy that, that you know, was in black and white. So he appears to have blonde hair, appears to have a very sharp jawline. You know, the story goes, the guy had six fingers, um, you know, it was like six foot two. It kind of more fits the description of what Valiant Thor was supposed to look like. Dr. Strange just had a, a picture of a guy with dark hair. You could see his hand and it sure didn't look like he had six fingers on it. And just based off of his posture sitting in a chair, it didn't seem like he would be six foot two. Um, there was a guy in the picture with them who was documented, I think, at like 5'10 or 5'11, and they looked to be about the same stature. So if he was real, you got to lean towards Snyder's account of it. But again, Snyder's account came secondhand because it was his dad that met him, not him himself. So I don't, I guess I don't think it's, I don't think it's the. I don't think she was a real person. I don't think it's a real alien, you know. But I do think that. I think that there's some credence to the fact that there is, this federation that just kind of monitors life on other planets, and when it feels the need to intervene, it will or does or maybe has. And maybe Valiant Thor was a real person. No one has a true account, and they just sent these two guys out there to say. Go tell a story, have it contradict, and throw everyone off the track. You know I mean? I think the government's used disinformation campaigns in the past.
1: No reason to think that they're not going to do it now, you know? Right. So, regarding the two pictures, the, the blonde guy and then the dark-haired guy, I saw something uh-huh. that said he could have been a shapeshifter and he would change his appearance. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, but back to your original idea on, you know, the entire topic, I'm pretty much on the same page as you. Okay. Um, I mean, there's only two pictures of two different people and Mm -hmm. no real information out there besides two people. And like you said, one of them is just stories. Right. And then the other one could be credible, but still, why is there only two uh, accountable stories for this guy and only two pictures? If he was involved in Pentagon or presidential um, meetings and whatnot, there would be more than one picture. You would Yes, you would think so. And Phil Snyder has I mean if you look at if you look at
0: Ed Strange's picture, he's the one that has a dark haired guy, you know, we don't know where that is. Phil Snyder even came out and said, Yeah, here's a picture of Al Four, and he's in a he's in a briefing room in the Pentagon and started naming other people in the photo. You know, that's why if the story's credible, I lean towards Snyder. I don't lean towards stranges. You know what I mean? But why is there just uh, maybe that maybe maybe there's more in the archives. I mean, I mean, I would...
1: Well, the I'd archives would be after, out
0: there by now. After researching it and looking into it, I've thought about the, doing a Freedom of Information Act to see what, you know, if we sent into to the government and said, I want a Freedom of Information Act on Valiant Thor, what would they come back with? You know what I mean? I don't think they'd come back. Probably, probably nothing. But I'd be curious. You know what I'm saying? I've always, like, as we start talking about this stuff, with where, where the government's involved, I'm like, what if we just submit the act and see? I mean, they have to respond, right? I'm assuming they'd have to respond. Even if it was, we don't know what you're talking about, you know? But, you know, I, I don't know. I would, unless, maybe there's an agreement. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you guys the perils of nuclear war. I'm going to tell you guys what you need to do to you know, perfecting to make it weaponized. I'm going to tell you guys, you know, here's some tech. He was supposed to give us some, some technology too. And I'll give you guys technology. Here's the deal, right? Per, per the Federation, no one can know I'm here um, or I'm not supposed to get involved. I'm not supposed to advance anything. I'm supposed to let life transpire. However, we're in the same solar system. So, you know, I'll give you guys some stuff. Denying here, I can't have any photos taken of me. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the case, but who, oh man, who was it that said they were from Venus that we were talking about before? And this is the second time somebody has said, you know, hey, there's, you know, there's life on Venus. It lives underground and it's very human-like. Um, because I remember we were talking about and you said, hey, first of all, we know life can't be sustained on Venus. I looked in that a little bit and it can be sustained. They think it's in the atmosphere, though. Like ten thousand foot elevation, the conditions are right to be able to sink some kind of life. You know, so I wonder if maybe there isn't some credence to that too. You know, I mean, we've been looking at Mars. Maybe we need to look at Venus more closely.
1: Okay, since you started saying that, I've only been trying to figure out who we were talking about that said they were from Venus. I know. I can't recall. It was. Them it was before. Yeah, it was before remote viewing. It was before Pizza Gate, and that was two weeks. It was the episode before that. Do you remember what we did before? Oh my gosh! It all runs together. Um, it was after Anunnaki. Van Tassel.
0: George Van Tassel. That's right. The guy that came to him and gave him the on yeah. was supposed to be from Venus. You know, like that's bullshit. We can't have life on Venus. We've already studied it, and now they're saying like if you look at like if you look at life on Venus, there's a very good report that says we've identified the atmosphere. And granted, it's way too hot on the surface, but if you go at about ten thousand elevation in Venus, the atmosphere conditions can can sustain it. You know, well,
1: um, the other the other thing is. The dark side, the, the back side of it, the dark side of it is cold as shit. For humans, Correct. I'm not saying, no, I no, I don't think human life could be sustainable on Venus. But aliens can, I mean, there could be octopuses on Neptune, I mean, you know, that just are accustomed to a completely different <laughs> atmosphere. And they could right. technically be aliens.
0: But can, but can, um, but can bow but can, but can, a, but can a Venetian, let's say someone can survive on Venus. Can they survive on Earth? You know what I mean? That's... If, if you, if you're accustomed to the, if you, if your life on Venus, you're accustomed to life on Venus, can you survive on Earth as well without, without support? We can go to Mars and walk or we can go to the, well, the moon. Uh, we can, if we have to wear spacesuits. We have to have the same atmospheric pressure in the spacesuits. We need an oxygen supply. You know what I mean?
1: You're thinking about so it only in one way. You don't know what technology right. or what biological technology an alien could have. Uh, okay. They don't right. even condition themselves to travel all over the place. Yeah. That's true. So, do you know what? Know, be... Do you know what EdX is? EdX, yeah. Just say no. No. Okay. No, um, no. EdX is a website where you can take free college classes from like MIT, Harvard, um, Columbia. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I've heard. I didn't know that's what it's called, but I've heard of that. I've heard of being able to do that. So a couple of years ago, I took a class on, there's one all about how astronauts and people at NASA are searching for life on other planets. And it's like a five-week okay. class. You can knock it out in a couple of hours, but it's really, really interesting how they're looking for that stuff. And they go okay. into the fact that they're not looking for, well, life is a subjective term. They're just looking for uh, planets that can sustain life based on the way we know it. And then also they recognize that there could be a planet completely made of acid and there could be life there because, you know, through evolution or whatever, uh, organisms may thrive in an acidic environment where we would just perish. So they're looking at all kinds of different things. So back to Venus, it could, or it it isn't sustainable for us, but there could be a different species that is ideal for Venus that also has the capabilities to come here and be fine here too. That'd be weird that they'd have the same biology that they can survive in two different atmospheric
0: environments. That'd be cool. I mean that's our that goes back to that goes back to our old thing from thirty years ago where we wanted to have
1: gills. Remember that? Oh, well, no, but you don't remember that conversation we had. We had a conversation uh, thirty years ago about having gills. Maybe it wasn't thirty
0: years ago. Maybe it wasn't thirty years. It was in Louisiana. Were you in Louisiana? How how many years ago was that? That was ninety six. That it was
1: ninety five um, to ninety eight. Okay, so that was twenty five years ago, right? No, I don't remember a conversation that we had twenty five years ago. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. What well, you, I, what I, we we're talking about, but you're like, you're like, oh
0: man, I can't wait for us to evolve to have gills, where you can swim under water and breathe underwater. Yeah, and then you, and then like you kind of like put your hands in your neck and start flapping around like gills. <laughs> you're just you're laughing. It was funny. It was, but yeah, that would be us being able to have to be able to survive in two different atmospheres you know above water and below water you know but I guess maybe yeah if you've got the biology to survive underground in Venus maybe you can survive on surface on Earth that'd be cool so yeah um, okay so but yeah I guess I guess if, if you look at it you know no I don't I don't, I don't buy Ed Strangest's. I don't buy into his story because his, 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 re- his reenactment recollection, his story of Val 4. I like Schneider's better, but because Strangest's is so off the charts, batshit crazy, that almost takes water away from Snyder's account. But if there is an account that I believe it's going to be Snyder, I don't, I don't know that he showed up. If he did, both of these things are disinformation and the, and the stories are completely different subject altogether but I do think that I do think that there's a I do think that there is a council or something that's monitoring life on earth and I do think that's why we've been visited throughout history so I do think that they've given us technology too you know I mean I mean if you think about if you think about Increase, like, if you think, all right, so, all right, Roswell is in 47th, right? We detonated, we tested nuclear weapon But I mean, if you think about just the technology from the, throughout the 50s, you know, you're putting TVs in every home, you know, you're, you're, you're making, you know, you're, you're increasing your electronical capabilities. Um, you know, there's, there's kind of like humankind has had these jumps in technology that, you know, there has to be a catalyst someplace. And is that catalyst alien intervention? You know, or is it mankind? I, I kinda think we have I think we've had some help along the way.
1: You know, I think we've had some help along the way. So last week when we said that we're gonna talk about Valiant Thor, you also mm-hmm. mentioned the Majestic Nine. Do you want to talk about that? No. We have a 10 more <laughs> The mysterious
0: nine. Well, the mysterious nine are just other, you know. And and again, all that really comes into an ancient aliens episode um, that I watched once and haven't had a
1: chance to rewatch. It's the majestic nine. There's a majestic mysterious twelve. Mysterious actually. nine. <laughs> no, it's, it's the but the they're not,
0: but, No, I didn't. Is I didn't problem. get into all those. You're thinking of Ocean's Eleven. No, I'm not. Okay, no, I don't want to talk about those because I, I didn't really look at every single nine of them to figure out who they are and what intervention they had on Earth. You know, I really looked at Val Thor and tried to figure out, like, what's Val's, Val Thor's story. He was the big topic of it, right? The other nine are just other, other interactions we've had over, over the course of history with ancient aliens or aliens that have come to visit us or aliens that have helped us move our, our technology along and I don't know all nine of them and don't really have the, have the background to, 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 to launch another, another topic off. If that makes sense.
1: Okay. It's Majestic 12. Two. Mysterious 9 was the name of the ancient aliens episode about it. Correct. Yes. But that was the name of a TV episode. It's actually called the Majestic 12. Okay. So joke's on you okay <laughs> all right i feel so silly right now you should <laughs> i know
0: i'm embarrassed i'm gonna get all kinds of phone calls from my friends saying how could you not know the difference between the two so
1: do well, you know about the majecture 12 no i mean i i know the okay. story but i didn't i didn't look into it yeah it's that's i think that's a little deeper
0: and then you know once i kind of figure out that valve four probably isn't real it's like okay you know, I, I I get the gist of it, right? Um, but no, I really wanted to kinda of take a dive into Val and I still think it's a cool if it's true, I think it's a cool story. Yeah, it's a cool you know, story. I yeah, I think it's you know, but that's what a lot of this stuff is. And unfortunately unfortunately a lot of what we talk about, a lot of what we dive into is is just that. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna you know Everyone else, so many people have looked into this stuff and so many people have been trying to find the smoking gun or the document that proves everything. You and I aren't going to come up with that. You know, you and I have to take what's already been done and figure out for ourselves what we like and what we don't like. And unfortunately, some of it's going to be based off of of, of faith alone, you know? And I think it's our job to retell it in our words so that our listeners can
1: kind of make up their mind for themselves. You well, know? and that's I mean, a lot of big difference between you and I. Is you have a lot of faith in these stories, where I don't. Yeah, but you're not gonna. If that I like was the, case, the voice of how about who? I like to be the voice of reason. No, but I don't know if it's essentially the voice of reason as much as you're not going to be able to.
0: You know, and every every episode we've talked about so far neither one of us can prove definitively one way or the other. You know
1: what I mean? Yes. So, so yeah, you're going off of faith too. Well, uh, you know, not it, so much. I don't, what, I don't, what, I don't agree with wholeheartedly with a lot of these stories, the way that you do. Like uh Travis Walton story. Okay. But you believe Betty and Barney Hill? Yes. Okay. So why do you believe Betty and Barney Hill? There's more evidence to support it. If you don't remember, you can go back and listen to the episode. No, I know. I understand that. But that's still, but you can't prove that Betty and Barney Hill were abducted by aliens.
0: You can say, I've got a good understanding that they were. I believe that they were, and here's why. You know what I mean? You can't say you can't say yes, 100% they were abducted by aliens. We can't say yes, 100% there's Bigfoot. We can say, you know, yeah, I believe that there's a Bigfoot type creature. There definitely was one in history. Even definitely is a strong word because there's just not there's just not the evidence of it, and neither one of us are really coming up with a lot of the evidence. What well, both of us are doing, the, the I think the difference between you and I isn't necessarily that I'm out there just subscribing to whatever theory comes along my way that sounds cool or is awesome to think in. You know, I I, I don't I think that that's I don't think that that's doing my thought process justice. You know, you're saying, hey, I'm going to go in and I'm going to get down to the granular. And I'm going to read everything I possibly can to come up with a conclusion. Whereas I'm going to say, you know what? No, I'm going to figure out the story and what makes sense based off of what I've experienced in life. Right. So it's not, it's not, hey, Val Thor is an alien from Venus. Oh, an alien from Venus? Hell yeah, I'm on board 110%. You know, it's like, well, hang on a second. What is it? And then that's why I looked at both accounts. Turns out there's two accounts. There's only one account. It was, you know, it was was, uh, Paul Snyder's. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe this is legit. You know, there's more, there's more to it. But since there's a, since that strangest account's out there, I'm like, hang on a second. This might be bullshit because if I'm telling a story of going on a spaceship, I'm not telling a story of going on a spaceship and taking a fucking dump. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not what any reasonable person's going to do. Or say. I'm on a spaceship. Right, I'm on a spaceship, and here's what it was. Let me describe it for you. You know, there's this screen, there's these controls that no one understands. There's this language that's all hieroglyphics. Maybe it's English, who knows? I'm not going to say I got on a spaceship, and oh my god, I had to think of shit. And I went to this bathroom, I'm like, I have no idea what to do. And a voice came out of nowhere that says, Hang hey, on a second. And it squirted me like a bidet. It was a space bidet. That's, that's seventh grade toilet humor. You know what I mean? That's not. Why would a why would a respectable adult tell that that story? That's what, and that's what kind of made me sit back and think, eh, okay. You know, that's not the point of all of this. You know? That it's, it's in you know, I just I don't know, man. I I'd like to think that, that 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 you'd have a little more perspective for lack of a better word, of how I'm approaching things. I'm not just taking any willy-nilly story out there, you know what I mean? There's a story I heard on a, a radio show that I think all of us have listened to at one point called Coast to Coast AM, where they're talking about the dark side of the moon. And the guy said, yeah, the dark side of the moon. I know it's on the dark side of the moon. You know, there's a there's a factory, a soul factory is back there. You know, a dark side of the moon apparently there's a soul factory. And as you die, your soul goes to the soul factory and you get reincarnated as something else and sent back to Earth right? So the reason, and and I got to and I'm going off of memory and this is so long ago, but basically his, his synopsis is that um, if you die in a shipwreck and you're underwater, the soul factory can't come in and take your soul because it can't penetrate water, which is why in shipwrecks and airplane crashes, they say so many souls were lost because those souls can't get reincarnated. And Oh, by the way, You know, here's the reason why there's more homosexuals on earth, because a lot of history, sailors have been men. So we're running out of men's souls. So now we take women's souls and we have no choice but reincarnate them into men's bodies. Therefore, that's a reason for homosexuality. Okay. That's a funny story. And that'd be interesting if it was true. I'm going to tell you right now, that holds no water with me. But you know what? It might hold water with somebody else. And some else might think that's okay. So just because it's a cool story or a fun story, I'm not to oh, okay, yeah, this is awesome. I got to believe in it. I got to look at
1: it and say, does that really make sense in my head? Does that make sense? Okay. You know? Matthew, the sense of what doesn't make sense. Yeah. You've been talking about this for six minutes. We have less than two minutes left. Do you want to wrap up and talk oh, about really? what you want to do next time?
0: Um, we can. Oh yeah, hang out. Yeah, we're at forty-two fifteen. So. I don't know what we want to do next time right now. I think we should talk about that off air, but yeah, we should go ahead and and, and kind of get this wrapped up. Um, So I guess we'll have a surprise topic next time along. It'll be a cool one. I got a couple ideas. I think we should talk about it, but I think it'll be a cool topic. Um, Witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com. Do you have any listener email we want to go through or we don't have time for that? Or we don't have a listener email from last week? I haven't checked it in about a week. Okay. Uh tweet us. Witness underscore more. Um is our is our Twitter handle. You know, we'd love to hear from people. We've got a couple of new followers. Um haven't heard from the guys from Leeds yet. I'd be mean, curious to find out what's happening in the UK. Um if you're an international listener, you know, hey, our stories do what we have to say. Is it differ does that story differ across international borders? I think that'd be pretty fun to find out. Um, but please reach out to us. We'd
1: love to hear from y'all. Um, witness underscore more. Witnessmorepodcast more at gmail.com. So I'm Matthew. I I'm Jonathan. But also we have a lot of listeners in South America. I'd like to hear if anyone can speak to all of the sightings that happen down there. That's a good that's a good that's a good question to ask our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I think South Reach Amer- out to us. I think it goes US, Mexico, South America, and then UK. Okay. I, I haven't looked yeah, at it.
0: We should. We should. Yeah. If if you guys write us a little story, we'd be more than happy to read that story on our next podcast. So,
1: yeah, we got to do something about these uh, forty-five minute time limits. We'll 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 figure that out later. (laughs) All right. Okay. Yep. All right. Until next time. Yep. See you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.